Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Q. And I'm M. And we are back. We're Baby, <laughs> we have a brand new season of the Great British Bake Off upon us. The class of 2022 has been released online. We can read all about them and make some predictions. But first off, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah. It's been a year already, huh? I guess so. It, it kind of feels like a year because I was really missing the show. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that Junior Bake Off like showed up on Netflix, and I was like, "This is kind of like a good appetizer to the like the main course." Mm, mm, yeah, and that show's been really funny. Has it been good? It's been really good. The kids are amazing at baking for like their ages. Mm. Yeah, I, it makes me feel really underdeveloped <laughs> <laughs> as a kid baker. But okay. yeah, that show was good, and the hosts are really good. But yeah, that's the appetizer for the main course, which is coming up really soon. Mm. 2022 Bake Off has been announced. It's on the horizon, and we have information on the contestants. So you know what that means. It's time for our preview show, where me and Q make a bunch of predictions, and we're going to find out who is... I wouldn't say wrong, but <laughs> we're going to find out which right? predictions come true. Oh, okay, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we're basing these predictions just based off of their descriptions on a website. We haven't seen any of these bakers in action. So this is kind of like very, very, we're just reading a paragraph about them and trying to see how they do in Bake Off. All the facts. Although I would say we, we did pretty well last year. Who puts these profiles together? Is it the contestants who provide information? Because maybe I would withhold something. Yeah. I was thinking we'll get into that too. But okay. I saw a couple of tidbits there. I'm like, okay, maybe you shouldn't have revealed that right away. Because then there will be like expectations placed upon you. Hmm. Although I don't know if they actually came out with these um, descriptions after they filmed the show. Or it was before they filmed the show. Oh, good point. Because I don't the shows aren't filmed like weekly live. I think they're pre-recorded up to a certain point. They just release them weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll go off of what we have. Yeah. But yeah. Oof. Let's make some predictions. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, the website we're using to read the descriptions is the Great British Bake Off. uk. It is the official Great British Bake Off website. We are going to the source material. I am going to kind of read a blurb about the contestants. And we'll make some general predictions. And then we have a fun, uh, would you say, game at the end of this? Yeah, it's a game. Yeah, definitely a, a game. A challenge for, for us. Let's go ahead and start off with the first baker. Let's just dive right into it, okay? Okay. So our first baker for the class of 2022 Bake Off, Abdul. Abdul is 29. He is an electronics engineer from London. Raised in Saudi Arabia to Pakistani parents, Abdul is the middle of three children and the one who got into trouble for pulling apart 
electronic de devices around the house. All's well that ends well, though. And he is now an electronics engineer. Well, that kind of worked out. <laughs> <laughs> he divides his time between London and Cambridge. He is a keen salsa dancer. Hmm. And a self-confessed space nerd. His interest in baking began when he and his graduate colleagues baked for each other to brighten up their daily coffee breaks. He applies his precision thinking to the chemistry of creating bakes. Matcha <laughs> is among his favorite flavors. There's th definitely things in this description that I think um, I think Abdul is going to do well. I feel like Abdul is is somebody who you're going to get behind. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he is an engineer. I mean, mm -hmm. he's an electronics engineer, but he's mm -hmm. still an engineer. So I'm pretty sure he could construct some amazing 3D eggs <laughs> or whatnot. Um, salsa dancing? I don't know. Maybe he uses his energy to maintain like a sense of rhythm so that he finishes his bake sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so you because he has good cardio yeah yeah yeah, good, good cardio uh he takes coffee breaks so he drinks coffee and i'm pretty sure caffeine will help him push through some of these challenges all right precision thinking and chemistry those are i think pretty big when it comes to creating flavor profiles and precision is very important when it comes to the judges because they want to see precision in the flavors they want to see precision in the decorations Finally, matcha. Mm. He loves matcha. I know that Paul Hollywood isn't a big fan of matcha, but I have a feeling that he's gonna kind of come around to it this season. Or really? that one, that little detail is kind of like make or break for Abdul. Because if he somehow makes Paul Hollywood like matcha, mm -hmm. that he's he's doing he's gonna do really well. However, if he does a bunch of matcha stuff and then Paul's like. I don't like this, then he's not going to do well. But my guess is that he will do well. Okay. Hmm. We'll see. So up next, we have Carol. Carol is 59. She's a supermarket cashier from Dorset. Born and bred in the West Country, Carol lives on a Dorset hillside with her husband, Michael. Her segment on a local radio show is called Compost Carol. That's what we're going to call it, right? <laughs> we have to call it Compost Carol. I think so during which she shares her gardening know-how with listeners. Carol brings the artistry that she uses in her garden to her baking, creating colorful and electric bakes that are inspired by her passion for horticulture. She began her dedicated baking journey with a first birthday cake for her eldest granddaughter, Macy? Yep, okay. I would say Macy. Since then, she has refined her skills using everyone's favorite professor, YouTube, <laughs> to teach herself the finer techniques of decoration. Her favorite flavors are fruity. And is this a flavor? Punchy. Maybe it tastes what like does punchy taste like? Fruit punch? So everything Hawaiian that she makes is going to taste like punch? <laughs> That's probably not good. I don't know. Hmm. I think it means it packs a punch. That kind of, that kind of thing. What do you think of Carol or Compost Carol? Compost Carol is a wild card. She so she's the one with the not traditional hair, right? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty pink and yep. it's pretty out there. 
She looks really cool. Like she really does. fun. Yeah. She does. I, f- I feel like I would put her in my wild card category where yeah. either she's going to do really well or she's going to do really poorly. I, I think her gardening skills will come through. But mm-hmm. then other than that, um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of have her low. You have her low on your rankings? Yeah, I have her low on okay. rankings. Okay. We'll see how this shakes out. Yeah, I think she, I mean, I think she'll be great friends with Prue. <laughs> they have a similar like fashion style, it looks like to me. Fun. Very fun. Hmm. Hmm. All right, next up we have Dawn, who is 60. She is an IT manager and she is from Bed Bedfordshire. Dawn is the eldest of three children, and she lives with her partner Trevor, who is a self-styled person who tidies up the kitchen after her. Good relationship. Good relationship. <laughs> yeah. Dawn is a mother to three, stepmother to two, and grand-stepgrand to four. Describing herself as an artist in and out of the kitchen, Dawn loves the challenge of an illusion cake. The more impossible sounding, the better. She favors wacky and, in- and intricate designs that allow her to express her creative talents. She prides herself on her steady hand and attention to detail especially when it comes to the intricacy required for lace patterns on biscuits. Her favorite flavors are lemon, salted caramel, and anything nutty. Hmm. I think she'll do well on biscuits week, which usually is week two or three. And after that, I don't know. (laughs) She does have a lot of uh, grandchildren and step-grandchildren. Um, I think that kind of comes into play because she probably does a lot of baking for them. That's just mm. an assumption. Mm. She does seems that, very creative. Does that put more pressure on her? I think it does. Because hmm. she always wants to do well for them. She seems really good on paper. On paper, she seems... I think she'll do amazing in Biscuits Week. Mm-hmm. But then uh, I don't see anything on here that makes me think she'll like make it to the latter half of the season. Okay, here's where I'm overthinking it. Okay. She loves the challenge of an illusion cake. Cake week is week one, right? But not illusion cake. That's true. <laughs> right? Yeah. Those usually come in, in the latter rounds. Right. That, an illusion cake is a cake that is supposed to look like something else. Right. Right. Oh, have you seen Is It Cake on Netflix? Yes. Yes. That's you, an you recommended cake. that. I did see it. That show is great. I do like it, except for the spotty lighting and the fact that the cakes are like 30 yards away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like, which one is cake? <laughs> Other than that, I do really like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good show. I like Mikey Day. He's funny. Yes, indeed, indeed. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, back to you, Don. Okay. Illusion cakes. I think she'll do it well early on. I don't know about later in the season. I just think if later rounds, the illusion cake category comes out and they've seen what she can do and if it was so good producers would do what they can to hang on to her until she can produce her masterpiece i just don't know i I might be overthinking it but i mean last season we had freya and she didn't make it to like freya was a vegetarian (laughs) right yeah and she didn't make it to like like vegetarian week so the producers they're kind of ruthless sometimes Mm. Good point. 
Yeah. Although, yeah, we want to talk about judgment from last season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on here. All right. Up next, we have James. James is 25. He's a nuclear scientist from Cumbria. Is that right? Your guess is as good as mine. All right. Proud kilt wearer James grew up in the east end of Glasgow and moved to England after university. He is a self-proclaimed board game geek and loves horror films from the 70s and 80s. An avid music fan reflecting his baking style, which is now significantly better than it was during his childhood when he was burning pancakes in his mother's kitchen. Uh-oh. Hmm. He's not too far removed from his childhood. <laughs> He's only 25. He enjoys the technical side of baking, but is in his element when he makes his bakes his own with his signature child-friendly horror style and adorable decoration. Are those two opposing <laughs> views? I don't know. His favorite flavors are anything autonomous, so things from the fall, yeah, such as mixed spice, apples, and caramel. I like James. I like that he likes horror movies from the 70s and 80s because I'm all about that. I think that we would get along. We could probably hang out and watch horror movies. Um, do you remember Helena from... Oh, for sure. From, yeah, from the of previous course. seasons. Yes, yes. I think he might have a similar vibe to her where he might like mm. lean into like his horror, mm-hmm. his love of horror movies and horror-related things. And I think that will be cool. It will be interesting to see how his point of view translates into his bakes. Yeah. It could be good. It could be bad. Although there's a red flag that he burned a bunch of pancakes. Uh, is week two pancake week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I have him kind of mid- James. The technical for week two is pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What if the showstopper is horror-themed cakes or something? Mm. What if it's horror-themed pancakes? That well, then might... it could be hit or miss. Yeah, that, that's you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I have a pretty mid. Okay. I don't want to reveal my, my ranking. Oh, ooh, strategy. Strategy yeah. play. Mm-hmm. I could be lying too. I could just be saying someone's really good because <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do a hard sell here. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Janice. Is that how you pronounce that? I don't think so, but that's close enough. Okay. <laughs> uh, Janice is 34. Maybe it is. And is a personal assistant to a head teacher. Janice is from East Sussex. He grew up in Poland and moved to the UK 10 years ago. He is now living on the southeast coast with his boyfriend, Simon, and their sausage dog, Nigel. Good name for a dog, Nigel. Mm-hmm. Apart from baking, Janice's passions include internet culture. Probably not good. <laughs> <laughs> Watching drag. He even bought his boyfriend a statue of RuPaul and collecting movie props. Sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He was inspired to bake by his mother, who always baked on a Saturday. A tradition Janice continued when he moved away from his home to go to university. He describes his baking style as cartoon-like, colorful, and camp, and loves working with Polish ingredients into British staples. His favorite flavors are ginger and chocolates. Hmm. How do you feel about him? Um, him baking weekly, I think that's a good sign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, when they describe his baking style as cartoon-like, <laughs> colorful, and campy, I 
I have a, I have some reservations. So I have I have them kind of mid low. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I'm too high on him, or am I? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I guess like he could be good with cartoon like colorful and campy. It's just that's not something I see translating translating well into like pastry week. No, that or also like, seems the opposite of technical. Yeah, like bread week. I mean, you don't want cartoon like and colorful bread. Unless that's a that's you know that's a brief then that's fine. Yeah, I wonder if we're gonna get a category we've never seen before. We we definitely will. Yeah, they usually introduce one or two of those every season, hmm. like the famous Japanese week. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next is Kevin, thirty three, music teacher from Lanarkshire. Yep. All right, surrounded by family and much loved animals. Kevin is devoted to his nearest and dearest and spends as much time as possible with his wife, Rachel, and his siblings and their partners, laughing, eating, and playing board games. A talented musician who not only teaches but also performs, Kevin is principally a saxophonist, but is also an accomplished at the flute, the piano, and the clarinet, too. Hmm. He began baking when he was 17. His ethos in the kitchen is to use the best seasonal ingredients to spend time refining his technique. With these in hand, he believes the presentation will take care of itself. He loves interesting combinations of fruits, herbs, nuts, and spices. So we got some things in here that you're like, oh, he's been baking since he was 17. Very good. Although what he said about the presentation taking care of itself, very bad. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a definite red flag there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that, Kevin. I don't think Paul Hollywood would agree with you here. But, I mean, he is talented with a bunch of musical instruments. So he'll have, like, some kind of dexterity. Hmm. 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 I have a mid. I think you have everybody in the mid. Yeah. It's really hard for okay. them to get out of mid. But, okay. Yeah. Okay. Kevin. We'll see. Yeah. Mm. All right. Next, we have mice. My, my Sam. That's how I'm reading this. Yeah, it looks good. It's M A I S A M. One of the best parts about the show is we do these previews and then we actually watch it and then we're like, ooh, yeah, we weren't, <laughs> we weren't even close on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, should we delete that episode? Yeah. <laughs> so apologies ahead of time for that. And then we also can't seem to correct it as we nope. <laughs> keep going through. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Apologies ahead for yeah, that too. Yeah. My sim is 18. She is a student and sales assistant from Greater Manchester. Originally from Libya, My sim has lived in the UK since she was nine, so half her life. She speaks five languages, English, wow. Arabic, Amaza? I have never heard of that A-M-A-Z-I-G-H, Spanish and Turkish. My son aims to <clears throat> make that seven by the time she turns 20. That's impressive. She has a strong creative streak, spending her spare time photographing still lifes and the world around her. She has been baking since she was about 13 years old, and she loves the science required to get a bake right, often trying something multiple times until it is perfect. Her favorite flavors are inspired by her Mediterranean heritage. She loves the tang of olives, the sweetness of dates, and the nuttiness of sesame seeds. 
I believe she's the youngest baker of the season. Would you say? Yeah. Okay. I feel like she's gonna do fairly well. Usually, the young, the youngest baker always does pretty well. Um. There is a red flag in here that she requires multiple bakes to get something perfect, and when it comes to the tent, you know, time will fly by quickly, and she will not be able to make things multiple times. Mm -hmm. So that that's a little worrying, but um, she seems very talented for her she age. Does. Yeah, really yeah. accomplished. And like, Bake Off doesn't introduce the youngest baker without like them kind of analyzing them for some kind of baking merit. So I think she'll do fairly well. Hmm. Interesting strategy there, thought process. Okay, up next we have Maxi, 29, architectural assistant from London. Swedish-born Maxi studied fine art and went on to achieve a master's degree in architecture, pausing her final qualifications to raise her two daughters, Tyra and Talia. Or Talia. Or that. She has DIY'd every corner of her flat. From laying the flooring and resurfacing the balcony to painting the walls and hanging her own artwork. She began baking five years ago. There's a lot of five years bakers. Here. <laughs> yeah. With the arrival of her first daughter and uses her strong artistic skills to create beautifully decorated celebration cakes. Mm -hmm. Her favorite flavors linked to her Scavidamian upbringing. The sweet and delicate spice of cardamom and saffron buns and cinnamon rolls. I think Maxie has a lot of ingredients to be a great baker. <laughs> I mean, she knows architecture, so that's going to come into play when she's building 3D sculptures. Right. Um, she's into DIY. Mm -hmm. She's very good on beautifully decorating celebration cakes. Mm -hmm. And the judges like a saffron bun and a cinnamon roll. So there's a lot of elements here that makes me think Maxie is going to do well. I think she's all right. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Mm. Uh, next, we have Rebs, which I actually learned is short for Rebecca. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Rebs is 23. She is a master's student. She is from Country Antrim. Uh, Rebecca spent her childhood in the countryside in Northern Ireland and loves everything to do with Irish culture. She can Irish dance. And play the tin whistle. Hmm. Hopefully we get like a little preview scene of her doing some of this stuff. Because it sounds pretty cool. We've been disappointed before. <laughs> right, yeah, <that's> <laughs> but but that, that would hope. be cool. Yeah. Let us hope. Her earliest baking memory is of being a child. Aged only three years old. Helping her mom in the kitchen. And of eating her granny's renowned lemon meringue pies. Hopefully we get to see a lemon meringue pie somewhere in the show. Hmm. More mm. recently, she returned to baking as a way to unwind from the stress of a busy life in the tech world. Flavor is paramount for mm. her, and she has more recently started to play around with Middle Eastern mm. ingredients in a nod to her boyfriend, Jack's Turkish, Turkish family heritage. Some good things going on here. Um, she's been helping her mom in the kitchen since she was very young. Mm -hmm. She has some... She, she apparently she will make a nice lemon meringue. She is a student, and students do pretty well in Bake Off, except for when they have to like have exams. Right, the right, right, then yeah. they're like, "Yeah, I didn't really like practice, practice as much yeah. this week. I did like focus on my exams, <laughs> which is the right call, you know. Mm -hmm. You should focus on your studies. Mm -hmm. I think she'll do fairly well. 
Her bio is pretty strong to me. Yeah, and hopefully we get some Irish dancing because that's always cool. Oh, man, that'd be great. And the <laughs> tin whistle. This whole season is riding on the tin whistle. <laughs> I actually don't know what that is. Like, I have a picture of it in my mind. Not like in my pocket. Is that it? would be weird if I had a picture of a tin whistle in my pocket. <laughs> I guess. Is like, that the one with the slide on pocket. it? Huh? Is that the instrument with like a slide on it? Or is it just like a small flute? I think it's a small flute, but I gotta look that up later. What if we can get a duet with her and Kevin, <laughs> our saxophonist? That would be a no. Although he would, oh. he would be playing something else. Probably, I don't know, right. bass guitar or something. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. Up next, we have Sandro, 30 years old, nanny from London. Sandro was born in Angola, but fled the Angolan war with his mum when he was two settling then in London. Passionate about fitness, Sandro is a keen boxer and has a background in ballet and breakdance too. This guy's cool, man. Mm. This guy's cool. When Sandro was 21, his father passed away and he turned to baking as a form of therapy. Mm. Now he lives and breathes it and is often found rustling up bakes in a relaxed vibe with the telly on or running virtual baking classes for children with autism. He likes to infuse his bakes with flavors from his Angolan heritage. The spice of paprika paired with tangy cheese and sweet bakes smothered in sticky dolce de leche. Mm. Sandro is coming off really strong here. I have a mid, actually. Really? Because everything in there, it sounds really good to me, right? Mm -hmm. But I also think this guy is way too busy. I think you're tricking me. <laughs> like, um, in this picture, he looks really fit. I'm like... If he's that fit, how much like how much pastries has he eaten? <laughs> you know, like uh, it doesn't seem like he eats a lot of carbs. Or maybe he's able to eat more pastries because he's burning it off at a higher I, rate. I didn't think about that. Huh? That's something to think about. Huh? I might need to re revise my ranking. <laughs> we have we have a lot of contestants with great cardio this season <laughs> yeah hopefully they have like a dance off or something oh man that'd be great maybe that'll be one that, of the, that's the new thing <laughs> yeah there's no baking in that episode it's just dancing yeah that would be cool uh next up we have i'm gonna uh, try to guess the pronunciation Sibira. it's s-y-a-b-i-r-a or c that's a that's a tbd name that Sia that we're probably Bira? not gonna get right until after the season's over right uh Sibira <laughs> is 32 she is a cardiovascular research associate from London, mm. Malaysian-born, and one of seven children. She moved to the UK in 2013 to study for a PhD, and is now happily settled in London with her boyfriend, Bradley. She loves gaming and often spends evening playing on World War II simulation games, which she credits with teaching her about leadership in the real world. Uh, Siberia started baking relatively recently in 2017 with a red velvet cake, which reminded her of the treat she shared with her friends back home. She is all for giving Malaysian flavor twist to British classics. Chicken rendang Cornish pasties are a particular favorite. That sounds so good right now. It does. Um, <laughs> the thing about that, she spends a lot of time gaming and she's a recent baker. For some reason, I, I don't think she will do as well as the other bakers. She seems relatively new, and she seems like she spends a lot of time 
playing online video games, mm -hmm. which means she might not have time for baking. I think they threw a little bit of a trick in here because they're saying that she started baking relatively recently in 2017. Yeah. That's five years. Just like a lot of other contestants. <laughs> That's true. But now, but they call it relatively recent in think, her bio. Yeah, last year we had one of the finalists, one of the top three, just started baking a year prior to the season. Yeah, with the chigs. Yeah, which is amazing. So mm -hmm. I don't know if we can really make judgments on that more. Although chigs is probably an anomaly. Yeah, he was good. He was yeah, good. he was good. Definitely a fan. All right, so we're up to our last contestant. Try to pronounce this correctly. Will, <laughs> age 45, former charity director in London. He's one of three children. Will grew up just outside Bristol before leaving for university in Liverpool. Now he lives in London with his wife, three children, and a cat called Tiggy. Sounds cool. When he's not hanging out with his kids, Will loves DIY and carpentry. We have a lot of DIY. DIY people here, yeah. which indulges his background in architecture. We like that. And cooking up new and exciting dishes in the kitchen. We also like that. His passion for baking began when he was two. So Will is 45. He started baking when he was two, <laughs> slightly more than five years. Yeah. When his mom would give him her pastry trimmings to turn into little jam tarts. Intrigued by the technical side of baking, he is a particular fan of using yeast. And not just in bread. Where else does he put this yeast? <laughs> His favorite flavors are salted caramel and paprika. But not at the same time. Mm. So last but not yeast, we have Will. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. He be jamming. Does he, he just tech. stick it like everywhere? Like I, I like Will. Like what's that topping on your snow cone? It's, it's yeast. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just puts it everywhere. I mean, if he knows his yeast, he'll do well in Bread Week for sure, right? And Bread Week is such a strong indicator of how the Lakers are going to do in the season. I think that's make or break week. I think Will's going to do well. You think Will's going to do well? Yeah. Meow, meow, meow. That's Cat Tiggy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he be jamming. He, he do. He do be jamming. He do. This is an interesting group of contestants i feel like like you said there are a lot of people who could kind of be in the middle it's hard to determine based on these bios yeah who is gonna be maybe they like they came up with these bios like after the season and they tried to like put everybody on the same level playing field like equal them out a little bit although when we read the bios for last season we saw right away like jurgen and giuseppe kind of stick out like right away like we singled them out last season in the previous show Right. And we're like, just based on their battles, they're going to do really well. Right. And they did really well. <laughs> I don't think we had that this season when we were looking through these like descriptions. Yeah. Even Paul singled out Giuseppe after week one. After the first <laughs> bake. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then Jurgen's bio was really strong. It had like, he loves bread and he's into precision. And so, yeah, this is it's, it's going to be kind of tough, but we do have rankings that we'll go over later. We do. But before that, we have a fun game, don't we? That's right. This season, we're going to kick off our very first Bake Off Fantasy League. Air horns. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. All right. Okay. So Q and I are going to have a draft. We're going to each draft six bakers, and then each 
week, the bakers have an opportunity to earn points based on their achievements. So if one of our bakers receives a Hollywood handshake, they will receive five points. During the technical bake, they will receive points inverted. For example, if they finish first place and there's 12 contestants, the first place person will get 12 points. The last person will get one point. And then finally, if they are star baker, they will also receive 10 points. And we will continue this throughout the season to see at the very end whose team wins the first annual Bake Off Fantasy League. Whose team will reign supreme? Iron Chef. That's a different show. I've also been watching that. On Have you? Yeah, there's a new season on Netflix. A new season? Yeah. Who are the new... Are there new Iron Chefs? There are. Who are they? People we would know? Don't re- I don't recognize their names. Oh. Apparently, they're very popular chefs. Okay. I mean, it's it's a good show. Them. That one's a good show. You should also check that out in, accord- in addition to Junior Baking Show mm. and Is It Cake. Hmm. What's that other show that we always talk about where we do our podcast on? Don't remember. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, fantasy. This is going to be exciting. The Quick Mix Bake Off Fantasy League. Yeah. The first annual. So. We're going to flip a coin to see who gets the first pick. Wait, wait. Should it be the first pick gets the first pick? The second pick gets to pick two people? No. No? Nah. Because there's only two of us. Okay. So just. Is all based on the coin who gets the first pick? Yep. All right. Let's do it. Let's just pull out a coin. Do you have a coin? No. Okay. I have virtual coin. I have virtual coin. So right. Do you have like a Bitcoin you're just going to flip or something? Like, what's going <laughs> to yeah. happen here? Yeah. Um, I'm going to choose Tails. All right. Tails it is. Wow. You got the first pick. If it was going to be heads, I was going to like question the, like, you know, this, this program you're using. I actually don't have a coin. I'm just giving you first pick. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> This this podcast is full of twists. <laughs> All right, I got first pick. Choose wisely. I choose Will. Will? Yeah, I choose Will. All right. With the first pick. Yeah, he's going to do really well in bread. Really? And on paper, I think he... I mean, if he knows yeast, he knows bread. And if he knows bread, he'll do well in bread week, which is usually one of the strongest indicators All right. of the season. I think he'll be Jurgen. Jurgen was really good in bread, so I hope he has kind of the same results as Jurgen, except for like Jurgen didn't make it all the way. Yeah. So that's a whole that's a whole other issue that we've talked about. <laughs> right. All right. I want to see who your number two is. Right. I don't think what was your number one. Oh, maybe with the second pick <laughs> in the first annual quick mix Bake Off Fantasy League, M selects. Sandro. Sandro. Sandro is a no-brainer. He does it all. He has the cardio to last <laughs> to the very end. Interesting. He teaches baking. No-brainer for me. Sandro. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, my second pick will be Maxi. Oh. Maxi. Yeah. Okay. I think Maxi. She's into architecture. She's into great decorations. I think she'll do well. All right. With the fourth pick, M is taking James. James. Okay, yeah. It's just a strong bio. 
Yeah. Overall strong bio. He's into the technical side of baking. Yep. Uh, my next pick, I'm going to go with Abdul. Really? Yeah, he loves chemistry. He seems very technical. And the matcha will be kind of make or break for him. Okay. So we're at one, two, three, four, five. With the sixth pick, M selects Rebs. <sighs> Rebs is going to be my next one. I just feel like she all around, unless her bio is lying to us, she's hitting a lot of the points, like flavor queen, right? Yeah. And also, we want some uh, entertainment with her and Kevin. <laughs> yeah. It's Kevin, right? Her and Kevin? Yeah, music. Yeah. Musical entertainment. Uh, I would pick my Zim next. Oh, okay. Usually, usually the youngest baker does pretty well. And from her bio, she seems pretty strong too. She seems very talented. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm at 10? Yep. No, eight. Eight. With the eighth pick, M selects. His bake off name is Kevin. Oh, that was going to be my next pick. <laughs> oh, man. That's exactly why. I chose him yeah. because I want to have him and Rebs together. Okay. Um, my next pick is going to be Don. Ooh. Illusion that Cakes. That was my... She's an artist. She's going to do fairly well, I would say. Okay. Now we're at 10. Man, should I take a wild card guess here? I'm making a change. This I'm going... Off my script here. Oh, <laughs> exciting time. I'm going off script. Yeah. This is just a gut call. I'm going with Compost Carol. Compost Carol. Yeah. Wild Compost card. Carol's going to bring it wild card. I need some <laughs> wild card flavor yeah. on my squad. Um, next, I'll pick Janice. Or Janice. Okay. I said that or that, but I just said the same pronunciation. <laughs> I just realized that. The only reason why I didn't pick him was because I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> <laughs> and um, last but not least, at least you would. I also can't pronounce this name. Sayabira? <laughs> Sayabira, yes. Yeah. Welcome to Team M. I mean, she could do very well, too. All right. Just to recap, Team Q is Will, Maxi, Abdul, Mysum, Don, and either Janice or Janice, according to you. <laughs> <laughs> Team M is Sandro, James, Rebs, Kevin, Carol, and Sarbira. Oh, man. That seems pretty strong. You seem like you have a strong team. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer this opportunity now before we finalize uh -huh. for any trade opportunities that might come into play here. So before the season starts, which is this episode. <laughs> right. Are there any trades you would like to extend? No trades. Let's keep on moving. No, no trades? trades. No All trades. right. I'd actually want to keep my squad also. Yeah. Although, like, can I just trade my whole squad to your squad? No. <laughs> okay. I know I said no trades. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see how that goes. Ooh. Each week, we'll tally up the points. I'm kind of, like, rethinking my choices already. We'll talk about it. We'll see how it goes. And we'll see if... 
Team Q or Team M prevails at the end of the season? All right, I'll go over my overall rankings from um, last to first, okay? All right, let's do this. So I have uh, Siberia, Siberia last. Next, I have Carol. Next to last, Janice at 10th place. Donna 9th, Sandra 8th. I have Sandra at 8th. You have Sandra at 8th? Yeah, Kevin at 7th, James at 6th, Rebs at 5th, Mizem at 4th. Maxi at third, Abdul second, and I will at first. Okay, interesting. I have in last place Mysum, then Janice, Abdul, Carol, Sayabira, Will, Maxi, Don, Kevin, Rebs, James, and Sandro for the win. I think we both have Will and Maxi doing well. Or in the top half. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, our lists are pretty different. We do have very different lists. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting season. Yeah, it's not like last season where we kind of had similar lists. I think it's because these bios are a little more... Like... Vague. Yeah, I didn't yeah. feel like there was enough to really stand out to say, like, this person's really going to do well. I'm kind of second-guessing all my choices here now. <laughs> we'll be good. What's what, what are we playing for here? Oh, we should have a... We should, what are the stakes, huh? Can we play steaks, for stakes? Some stakes. <laughs> like, yeah, steaks. like literal stakes. Or like a steak dinner? I'm that game we for eat that. a mic or something? We're going to do mukbang? <laughs> no, we can't do that. Okay. I want to enjoy a dinner. How about the loser has to bake something for the winner? Okay. In the form of an illusion steak. No. A 3D, okay, 3D illusion steak? No, we don't have to do that. <laughs> so the loser has to bake something for the winner, and then we'll post it on our Instagram at Quick Mix Podcast for all the world to see. Ooh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then all the right. winner um, gets to set some kind of parameters on what the loser could bake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want a 3D illusion steak. No. I that up. <laughs> Why did I bring that I'm up? I'm feeling pretty good about Team M. <laughs> Although, I, you never know. We'll see what happens. It could yeah. be over after like week three. <laughs> Ooh, so exciting. We'll see. All right. Well, thank you to our loyal listeners and new listeners who may, who may be uh, jumping in on this season. Mm-hmm. We are very excited about this season. Very. 2022 Bake Off. It's finally time, guys. But uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you next episode. The first episode. Someone's going home next episode. I hope it's no one from my team. (laughs) 